Hi, this is Dr. Bill Renner. Uh, I myself am board certified in internal medicine and radiology. I'm, I'm very pleased to be hosting a podcast on evidence-based medicine and wellness uh, with Dr. Alan Safdie, world-renowned nutrition uh, physician and gastroenterologist. Uh, Dr. Safdie's uh, been involved in more than 900 clinical research studies. He's authored more than 300 clinical research studies. This is the second in a series of podcasts on omega-3s. Please listen to the first uh, podcast. And as always, with all our podcasts, please talk to your own doctor before you take any, uh, any additional medicine supplements or uh, anyone else's advice. Alan, let's continue our uh, talk on omega-3s. It's uh, fascinating what we talked about before. Uh, what can you tell us about the downsides of omega-3? Well, you know, Bill, that's a good question. As we mentioned at the end of the previous podcast, it, almost everything can have a downside. Um, you know, I see people taking megadose vitamins all the time and people call with questions on megadose vitamins and a lot of them do have a downside. Um, so too much of anything can have a downside. But let's talk a little bit. You know, I left right at the end and left a little cliffhanger about, you know, higher levels of these omega-3s in the blood. You know, they may increase your life expectancy. And a study that was published just recently um, on omega-3s showed a 1% increase in this substance in the blood was associated with a change in death, mortality, similar to that of quitting smoking. Um, so omega-3s are its Yeah, I mean, that's important. a dramatic, yeah, that's a dramatic <laughs> benefit, you know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the most impressive like, things I've seen. And they, it was a good study because they measured in blood. They didn't just do historical, you know, how much walnuts do you take in? You know, how much fish do you eat? Uh, it, it was well done. Uh, it was uh, Hospital Del Mar Medical Research Institute, and it was in collaboration with the Fatty Acid Research Institute in the United States and several other universities in the U.S. as well as Canada. So it was published in a well-respected journal, the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. And so I'm really impressed with that data, uh, and it was monitored over 11 years, and they analyzed data on blood fatty acid levels in over 2,240 people over age 65. So does that mean it's the fatty acids that's making them live longer? Or maybe there's something else. The people that have higher omega-3s have other lifestyle changes that help them live longer. So you always have to be careful in research that is it directly correlated or is it a side effect of lifestyle? Um, so people that have the most omega-3s may have the most plant-based diet. They may do more exercise. So there's other factors. Although this was well-controlled um, for diet and other things, but I think it was very good. Again, they used red blood cell fatty acid fingerprint to predict this all-cause death rates in these patients. So it's beneficial. Do you have to get your omega-3s only from fish? Absolutely not. I I'm a vegetarian. Uh, as you know, and I don't eat fish. Uh, so it does bother me a little bit. Um, so I take alpha linoleic acid, uh, which converts over to EPA and DHA. It has to go through a conversion step. And there's, you know, it's a plant-based way of getting omega-3s in there, but I eat lots of foods that have omega-3s also. Um, do you eat walnuts or anything like that, Bill? Yeah, I eat uh, walnuts every day. I try to eat uh, a few walnuts 
and I also take a supplement. <laughs> I just started taking it, you know, a few years ago when uh, there was all the hype on cardiology. My cardiologist said he thought it'd be a good idea. So I started taking omega-3s. Uh, I don't take them as uh, religiously as I used to, but um, most days I'll take a supplement. Um, but I would like to talk about doses uh, too later later in the talk too about because I don't know if I'm getting enough uh, you know enough omega threes by just taking uh, just taking one capsule a day. Yeah, well, that's a good. I mean, really, we want to get our nutrition from whole foods for the most part. So I'm happy that you're eating walnuts. There was actually a study, which was a study, the Walnuts and Healthy Aging Study, uh, and it was published uh, probably a year, year and a half ago, and. They looked at consumption in healthy elderly adults, uh, and they looked at, you know, cognitive decline in those or cognitive function over two years. Uh, and it had a better effect on elderly adults who smoked and had a lower baseline neuropsychological test score. So, you know, just simple things like maybe adding walnuts to the diet, adding other foods, chia seeds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, every ever since that, ever since those studies came out on walnuts, I've been. I always try to eat a little bit of walnuts every day. I try to eat ten blueberries a day. Uh, I try to take. Yeah, and I hope. I hope people. Oil. I hope. And, and I'm kind of a. Yeah, I'm a modified uh, vegetarian. You know, yeah. I, I do eat occasional chicken because I, I just worry about the protein um, content, but. Yeah, I mean, I hope people will take our advice. You know, there's not one single thing one can do in a nutritional aspect that's ideal. It's a synergistic effect of all parts of our lifestyle and all parts of our nutrition. So just getting them, you know, if you have a lousy diet and take a fish oil capsule, you're not going to benefit. Um, it's, you know, and you don't have to have fish oil or fish oil capsules. You can put chia seeds like I do in my oatmeal every morning. You can put flaxseed, which I do every single morning. You can have nuts, which have a fair amount of omega-3, such as walnuts in them. Uh, you can take an alpha linoleic acid one. Uh, but, you know, let's talk, you know, you mentioned, you know, we mentioned that it may increase life expectancy. Um, but, you know, are there other problems that you perceive with this ever, Bill? With yeah. taking, uh, taking fish oil? Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm not certain what you're, what you're talking about, what you're hinting at. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was studies in regards to heart rhythm. Um, and that's one of the things that, you know, we are a little concerned about, you know, is can this precipitate arrhythmias or irregular heartbeats? So that's why we say talk to your doctors. So if you're taking very high doses and you're taking it, um, based upon, you know, whether you want to take it to lower your lipid profile or other things. But there was a study, the omega-3 supplements are associated with an increase, not a decrease, likelihood of atrial fibrillation, this irregular heart rate, and people that were taking it with very high blood lip, lipid levels. Um, again, we need more studies to document this. So people with arrhythmias or especially a history of atrial fibrillation, uh, Always talk to your doctor about these things. Um, and yeah, that's a, that's a very important. I mean, you, both of us have been in clinical medicine uh, for years and years and years. And uh, I know of patients who who carry 
carry around a box, you know, like a fishing box full of supplements who, who literally was taking hundreds of supplements a day. Uh, you don't want to be one of those individuals. You know, if, if you're going to take these supplements, first talk to your doctor and take them with, you know, take them within the dosage that, that the articles um, and the studies recommend. Don't, don't take, you know, don't think that if, if one, if, if one dose is good, two doses is better. Um, you know, it's, it's like lots of medicine, like aspirin we've talked about before. Um, very small doses of aspirin can be very beneficial, while very high doses of aspirin can cause serious bleeding and ulceration. It's just like any medicine. It's just, you know, uh, you have to use common sense. And uh, always remember that uh, if one's good, two is not necessarily necessarily better. Do you agree, Alan? No, I agree with you completely. I mean, and we know that. We've done enough studies on these things to know that excessive amounts of even B-complex vitamins may actually be very bad for you. Not enough of those may be very bad for you also. Um, one of the things I forgot to mention, you know, it's worthwhile is, you know, omega-3s really can help fight inflammation. Uh, remember, try to get most of these from dietary sources but they do block some of these inflammatory cascades um, that are in our bodies. And so, you know, can omega-3s reduce chronic inflammation, which can contribute to heart disease, cancer, and other various diseases? Absolutely, we think it can. Um, you know, can it help fight autoimmune diseases? You know, there's studies that omega-3s can help fight several autoimmune diseases, uh, including rheumatoid arthritis and Crohn's disease and things. But you know, there's tons of studies we need to do. We're looking at mental disorders, mental decline, Alzheimer's disease, as you mentioned previously. Um, you know, is are these omega-3s going to help prevent these age-related mental decline? Uh, we need much more research on a lot of these things. Uh, we need much more nutritional research. But please, you know, there's very little downside of getting your omega-3s in dietary sources. Um, but if you have an arrhythmia, you know, absolutely talk to your doctor beforehand. In regards to dosing, you know, I usually try to tell people, if you're going to take a supplement, aim in the middle. Don't look at how much fish oil concentrate is in there because that's not the important part. It's how many omega-3 fatty acids. So they'll be listed on your supplement. Say, you know, it might be over 300 milligrams of EPA. It could be 324. Or it could be over 400, depending on you know, which strength you're getting. DHA is usually in the 200 to 300 range. Um, so, I mean, I'm looking at usually a total omega-3s of about 600 milligrams, um, you know, but they have supplements that are 900 milligrams of total omega-3s. They have supplements that are 300 milligrams of total omega-3s. I usually, if I'm recommending one, choose something in the middle. Uh, but again, after discussion with the doctor, again, I don't take those. Um, I take alpha linoleic acid. Uh, most of my omega-3 comes from diet. Uh, so, but I think it's worthwhile, you know. Oh, yeah. You, let's, let's talk about diet just for a second. Now, which fish uh, have the highest omega-3? The fattiest fish. Um, one so of the we, all know, we all know salmon does, but what about some of the other fish? Want to go over that? Well, I mean, you know, you let's, you know, can you... T uh, ruin how much omega-3 um, in fish. Have you ever had fried fish? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> well, you, you just ruined your omega-3s. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, but salmon is at the top of the list. These little sardines and things like that, you know, are very high in omega-3s. Um, you know, I don't like farm-raised anything, you know, but mackerel, the things towards the bottom of the food chain often are the highest. You know, where do we get a lot of our omega-3s? You can get it from krill, the, you know, the things that are eating plants only. The farther you're up you go in the food chain, the less of the omega-3s, um, you know, you may have. Uh, so, you know, some of the lake trout have omega-3s in it. Mackerel may have it. Uh, cod has some. Uh, but herring, sardines, salmon, you know, um, trout, you know, all of those may have omega-3s in it. And, you know, even some tunas have it, but although I have a hard time recommending tuna, uh, farm salmon, I don't normally recommend. So it's, uh, you know, something I don't really recommend farm fish because I really have no idea how it was being farmed. Uh, so... You know, and if you want to take it from a plant-based source, you know, take alpha linoleic acid or, as I do, eat chia and flax and walnuts and all those things on a regular basis. The alpha linoleic acid, again, you can aim somewhere in the middle. Um, I, you know, th there's supplements all the way up to 1,800 milligrams daily for diabetes and neuropathy that have been studied. I usually aim for the 600 milligram daily dose um, or less even. And not on a regular basis. It depends on if I'm traveling and lecturing or not. So I think we've got a lot more research to do, but we talked about multiple, multiple potential health benefits uh, and areas of research in regards to omega 3s, you know, factors for heart disease, factors for brain health, factors for actually all cause mortality. We didn't discuss eye health uh, and depression and anxiety, but those are the areas of study also. So it's a good component to get by dietary sources. If you can't, a supplement may be worthwhile. But again, discuss that with your doctors. If you have an arrhythmia, absolutely discuss it with your doctors. And we do use it in medicine often for chronic inflammatory conditions. Um, so I think it's something worth considering. Alan, again, this has been a great, uh, fascinating discussion on omega-3s and uh, their potential uh, use. Uh, another great podcast. Uh, for the audience, if, if you like these evidence-based medicine talks, please subscribe to our channel and please tell your friends about the podcast. Alan, thank you again for a great discussion. Thank you, Bill, and stay safe. Take care.